first time. I'm so excited to have you here. If you've been here multiple times, welcome back. I am Nichelle Miller, your host of Queen Chat or Crown Chat with Queens. I'm so excited tonight. I have a special sister. Um, and I'm also your pure international elite Miss Heartland USA. So tonight I am sharing with you guys my sash sister, pure international Ms. Mid-Central America Queen, Nikki Harper. Here we go. Hello, Queen. Hi, how are y'all? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. It's been a busy but great day. You look amazing. Thank you, darling. If I can just say that. You look absolutely amazing. So I introduced you, but I will allow you to do your official introduction. Tell us who you are. Hi, I'm Nikki Harper, and I'm Pure International's Miss Mid-Central America for 2023. And yeah, I I'm from Kentucky, born and raised, and our beautiful Nichelle asked me to be on here, and I was very honored to join. And she said yes, like no hesitation. She was like, oh, yeah, I'm in. So I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate that so much, so much. We have some fans on for you. I'm going to throw this one up here so you can see her. What up, T? Thanks, Lisa. And then we have another one. So as people That's one of my biker on, girls. <laughs> as people step. pop on, I will share their comments with you. So let's get into it. I want everybody to know more about you, and I want to know more about you. Yes. So how did you come into the Pure System, and how long have you been here? So it's actually kind of funny. So the back in October, it was Halloween, and I was trying to look for things to do for Halloween, honestly. And my sister had invited me long go to a Halloween themed evil queen pageant it being hosted in Cynthiana, Kentucky by our wonderful Kathy Holmes, who's my coach. And so I went and I had forgotten till the day of, and my sister calls me and says, Hey, you're still coming, right? And I'm like, Halloween, I got this. I can do Halloween any second. I'm a Halloween obsessed person. And so I threw it together and I went and I was so nervous, but I took my wig off to kind of show people, you know, you can be either side. And I won my first crown officially for that. And after that, that put my bid in to be able to do nationals. And so I went and that was my first official big pageant was actually February for the national pageant. That was only my second actual pageant ever. Oh my gosh. So you're new to pure like me. Yes. I'm new to everything pageantry. So it's been weird because this has been my mama's dream since she was a little girl and her family was really poor growing up. So getting to have this come to fruition for her, it's just made her laugh. I love that. I love that. Okay. So you did your first pageant, you put your bid mm -hmm. in for nationals and what are you most excited about for Florida? I mean, we're like, what, under a hundred days, I think. Yes. I'm so excited. So I think I'm most excited for my wardrobe, honestly, because I have handpicked each dress or somebody close to me has, or it was a vintage dress from one of my mammals. So both of my mammals gave me pretty much carte blanche to pick whatever I wanted of theirs to wear for anything. And so they both donated tons of clothes and shoes to me and they're both my size. So it's kind of funny because everybody's like, where'd you get your clothes from? My memo. <laughs> Don't hate, the grannies know. I love it. I love that. Okay. So you're new to everything. What would be one piece of advice that you think you've received that has been the most helpful on this journey? To be open to advice and opinions, but also 
at the same time, stay true to myself because mm. you don't want to lose yourself in everybody else's opinions and views. Yeah. And yeah. so that's something that being through so many different networks and groups that I've done over the years, that's something I've had to really learn. So, yeah, that's a really great piece of advice too. Okay. So on my show, we do a thing we call 20 questions. It's just randomness. Hi. I'm just going to ask mm -hmm. random questions and, um, you know, we'll just kind of go from there. So did you ever think <laughs> that you would be a pageant girl? No, honestly, it, it's been a really crazy ride to get here because nobody thought that I'd be well enough to graduate high school if I'd even be alive. Nobody thought that I'd be able to graduate college, let alone get the degrees I got. And so getting to do pageantry, it's kind of like a involvement for me in spiritual and physical ways. Mm -hmm. I've had much confidence gained just since I've joined Pure between the amazing community overall and then the individual people within it with your all's different talents and inspirations. It's wholesome and it's not like something that you shy away from. It brings you in more and it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Okay. What's your favorite area of competition? Probably fun fashion when I get to do that. Or for internationals, it'll be national costume because I've put a lot of work into mine. Oh. I'm really excited for everybody to see it. Like, I can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm so stoked. Okay. Um, what's your favorite sandwich? Grilled cheese, hands down. Oh. You got to go with the classic, but you got to make sure you get the good sourdough bread so that it gets that crunchy outside with the butter. I love that. I love. I just started making them. I saw it on a commercial with mayonnaise instead of butter. Yes, it does so well. My husband loves to do that. I it's thought it was the weirdest good. thing, but it's so good. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. What's your favorite color? Teal. Mm. It's honestly was my favorite color prior to pure because it's my wedding color. It is my color for my bike gals. And it's the color of the company who sponsored my bike gals it's so it's been in every part of my life i love it i love it hey miss yolanda oh, Mommy, yo. she has the best selfie arm in the world just she has the best jewelry too like, yeah i'm gonna have to message you about up. these earrings miss miss yolanda didn't <laughs> even know hmm um <laughs> Do you like to sing karaoke? And if so, what's your favorite song? I love to sing in general. I've sang since I was a little girl, actually. Um, so I think my favorite song right now to sing, because it changes depending on what my mood is. Mm -hmm. Usually my go-to is either Broken by Lindsay Hahn, and, or I like to sing oldies so i sing everything from 80s to 90s country and older to evanescence i love it i love it i like to be oh, weird and random i knew we had a bond i knew it i knew it are you an early bird or a late owl when i was younger and in college definitely a late night person and i still have like insomnia spells where i will stay up all night and just go through the next day and it's just how my brain works. Mm -hmm. However, 
when people tell me they want to go out and our, our start time is eight o'clock now, I looked at my husband the other day and I was like, am I the old woman now? Like I'm getting ready for bed at that time so I can mentally prepare for the next day. So yeah. I don't close down anything anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're like seven thirty, eight o'clock. We're heading to bed. Exactly. <laughs> By nine o'clock, you're already drowsy. Like if you need an emergency, it better be a real emergency for me to wake back up. Facts. Facts. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. What is the best book that you've ever read? Fahrenheit 451 by Ray Bradbury, hands down. Ooh. It was the book I did my honors English for my entry into high school honors programs for English. And I did a project over it because we had to read so many books over summer for the honors programs and you had to do it every summer. And so to get into the program, you had to submit a project. And my project was a artwork, actually, oddly enough. I didn't even have my art shop or do art then. But I did this and it hung in the seniors room all four years I was there. And I did a uh, oil pastel with charcoal of a representation of the book of how it was represented to me. And it's just a really good book that pretty much it, the message is to not lose sight of continuing your education, and exploration and search for knowledge and your growth as a person. Mm. Don't ever let anybody take that away from you, essentially. Oh, such a good message and so yeah. fitting, so fitting. So you brought it up. So I have to ask, so you have an art shop. Tell us a little bit about I that. <laughs> I actually started January, 2022, Harper and Enigma Custom Creations, LLC. It's a full LLC and it is a multimedia production and art shop. So we do everything from 3D printing to building to wood carving, bone carving, wood burning to custom actual artwork where I draw and design things and I can draw, paint. I'm a multimedia artist. So that means I can do, I have one artwork I submitted for the nationals and it was a eight medium artwork that I had done. So there was eight different mediums mixed into one artwork on a canvas. Oh my God, you're so talented. It was really fun to do. <laughs> so we have a question. What's your favorite kind of art to do? My favorite art is probably woodworking. I love wood burning and carving, honestly. It'll actually woodworking is one of the pieces I'll be submitting for internationals. So you guys will actually get to see my tribute piece to my papa who passed away a few years ago. Yep. And I hand carved every detail with a Dremel and hand carvers. Oh my goodness. To yeah, someone I did it I can barely make a stick figure. So I'm just in awe, like, oh. My so art cool. center loves me because I actually volunteer my shop at the art center in my hometown because I love it. And I actually have a studio now that is in the basement there and I get to do my own art there. And I teach kids usually twice a week uh, for the after school program. I teach with our director usually, and we do all kinds of different projects. We're actually doing right now a puppet sock creation to get them ready for summer camp art and we're going to be doing a ton of stuff with them this summer. I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. I was doing all of that even prior to Pure. So <laughs> I just get to add more stuff on now. Isn't that great, though, when everything in your life just kind of connects? It and aligns. Like, and yeah. it's it's nice. It really is. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, so I have an impact mission that's already started. 
And I actually have my second impact mission already planned, scheduled, and coming up in May, actually. I have paired with one of our princesses, and her name is Bella, and she's absolutely adorable. Um, when we got to registration, I didn't have any hair on because I didn't wear any hair for nationals at all. I didn't even bring a wig. And I had my robotic ears on because I love my ears. I have so many different sets of ears. I have a robotic tail, everything. I'm, I'm crazy. But <laughs> she saw my ears and she was wearing cat ears. So she fell in love with me and I fell in love with her. And so she's also, she has some medical issues at times. And so we kind of bonded instantly. Like those, those who know, know. Those who get it, get it mm-hmm. kind of deal. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of like my shadow now whenever we go anywhere. But we go all over the place to different places from schools to hospitals to nursing homes to veteran groups. We're actually going to a recovery group to do art with them and have probably drinks and cookies in May. And our bond is really special just because I know what it means to be that child growing up that way and what it means when somebody who's been through it Mm -hmm. meets you and actually they understand it. And it's just different. Like people can watch you go through it and they can be there and they can be the best support team in the world, which I have an amazing support team. My support team is the reason I'm here, reason I get to do pure and I'm blessed and thankful for that. And at the same time, there's aspects they don't get to understand that only people who go through it can. Yeah. And it's just how it is. Wow. But she's amazing. I am so ecstatic for her next year to get participate even more and so her whole family's rooting me on her mama and her mom are absolutely amazing people so I love it I love it and Miss Yolanda yeah what a mentor Bella has in you so y'all are gonna make me cry we just started (laughs) I cannot (laughs) I cannot okay don't cry those lashes off darling these are real I haven't I haven't put them on yet I didn't jealous. I'm, yeah, I don't no, know what those real ones are like. You came in full force. You glammed out. I was like in my pajamas all day. So I, I had to get glam. it together. <laughs> Doing makeup is something I love, truly love. I will do my makeup in hospitals because there's only so much you can read and watch movies and listen to music. So I'll put on music and just do my makeup for fun. So it's something I've finessed and techniqued over the years because that was my mammal and that's bond. So we did makeup together. I was barely walking, hanging on the door front, hanging, watching her, doing her makeup every morning. And I'd be like, Mama, when I grow up, I'm going to be just like you. And she'd be like, don't do that. And I turned out just like her. <laughs> Everybody in, in the family says, I look just like her. I act just like her. The jewelry is her. <laughs> the jewelry really is her. That's her wedding guard, actually. And then that's the ring my husband picked out for me to go into it. So we got to make it my own, but she, she wanted me to have that because she is my partner in crime. If I was sick and my parents still had to work because we never got any help growing up. So my parents worked full time. So mm-hmm. if I was sick, I was with my mom, mm-hmm. which meant I got to doll up and have fun and music, karaoke parties, watching CMT and we'd cook food, yummy food. Oh my gosh. She was an amazing cook. So good. We, we have a whole line of, really good cooks. <laughs> awesome. awesome. We like food. It's oh, the best. It's the best. And don't forget in Florida, you're showing me how to do my eyeshadow. Yes. I 
That's our I'm problem. I'm actually debating doing um, a vlog, honestly, on my queen page and seeing if people would like to see my routine. Because so many people ask me at nationals and at different events I go to, they ask me what my routine is. They mm -hmm. ask me what shadows I love and stuff like that. And so I feel like it would be really beneficial to some people because I do have actual regimens for each aspect. Like the shower has multiple face washes because face washes are used on different days for different purposes. Uh-huh. Then you How have you different like, like everything has a purpose. I think you should. Why not? Exactly. Mamma taught me at a young age that you only get one set of skin, so take care of it. And I, I was fortunately blessed with her complexion. And mm -hmm. she has the most amazing skin of an 88-year-old woman I've ever seen. Because she took care of it. Took very good care of it. She was religious to a fault. And it was beautiful. And she instilled it in me. Mm -hmm. So I was born pageant ready. I, girl, I love it. I'm loving it. Oh, welcome, darling. I love that woman. She's so fun. <laughs> She is so fun. Can't wait to see I don't her think her. I've met anybody in the pure system so far that I haven't just fallen in love with. It's such as, you know, and I tell people all the time, I'm like, you don't get it until you're there. Like it, it's little, literally that Miss Congeniality movie where you just like yes. everybody. And it's amazing. And it's, <laughs> it is. And I'm such a social butterfly. I love, I know that I'm a social creature. I loved getting out. Hi, Kendra. <laughs> I loved getting out in college and meeting new people. That was one of my favorite things because I didn't get to go out a lot in high school and growing up because I was so sick. Mm -hmm. Like my, I can count, I've had two friends I ever got to stay the night over with when I was in high school and younger because of my illness being so severe. A lot of the parents were scared of me. They didn't know what to do in the emergency setting. Mm -hmm. And so like I understood it, but at the same time, it sucks. That is my Aunt Pam. That is my hubby's aunt. Hi, Aunt Pam. California. <laughs> so if if you don't mind, I mean, you, you've alluded to it a little bit, but tell us a little bit about growing up and you being sick and kind of kind of that little story. Not little, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was born with a really rare medical disorder called autoimmune polyglandular endocrinopathy candidiasis ectodermal dystrophy. Shorthand, it's APS1. Okay. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. It's essentially, I build antibodies to my own cellular level. And so I attack glands, organs. I'm allergic to my irises. I'm allergic to my hair. I'm allergic to, um, let's see, my nails will react and, and create the reaction the disease does. I don't have, like, if you didn't know, your body can reabsorb organs and glands. And so, like, it ate my spleen. Oh, my goodness. Yes. It's it's crazy. <laughs> the body's crazy. But growing up that way, I grew up in the hospital, literally. I went to Cincinnati Children's my whole life. And it is the hospital that I love. And I actually get to network with them starting in July when they start their new network programming. And I'm so thrilled because that's the hospital... I've never walked through those doors, not as a patient. Yeah, never. So it's this super big deal to me because that was like my dream as a kid. Like that was the one thing I never saw in the hospital was somebody who looked like me walking through there like this. And I just feel like to have them see somebody walk in 
and have that confidence behind it to show them, you know what, you can do whatever it is you want. You can achieve this. It doesn't matter if you have hair. It doesn't matter if you have the most epic color, crazy wig you can find, which I have those too. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you embrace yourself and are true to yourself. And so that's something that I was angry about some at times. But at the same time, I got over it really quick. And that's something a lot of my doctors and everybody said growing up was you have an amazing positivity to you that radiates to others. And so despite being sick, I would make jokes and everything just for like instance, when I would go into tetany attacks was our full body Charlie horse attacks. Like your body turns into a human pretzel. Well, they're excruciating and my jaw will lock during it. And my teeth will actually, I've chipped teeth and everything through it. I've dislocated joints and bones, everything. Well, when I have that jaw still locked, what makes everybody laugh in the ER room is because I'm cracking jokes the whole time. Oh I'm making fun of the situation I'm in because what else are you going to do? You had to learn how to make jokes out of it. And sometimes, yeah, it can be a little morbid. And I've had people tell me, you just told me probably the saddest story I've ever heard in my life. And you smiled through it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know if I'm supposed to say sorry to that person or not. But, you know, you just have to kind of take it as what it is. And you take your good days with your bad days because everybody's going to have bad days. And it's unlucky for some of us, we have a lot more bad days than good days at moments. And what I have found is you have to find a balance. And like so many people ask me, how did you get through college? How did you manage to do undergrad and then graduate, then another graduate and then a Russian cert? And I'm like, I love learning. That helped. But I also had a family and a support system that instilled how important education was and how even if you didn't further your education past a certain thing, how the importance of still continuing knowledge and growth is. And so I never wanted to stop learning. That's why I became an anthropologist with my undergrad. That's why I went on for a master's degree in criminology. That's why I learned Russian and have Russian phonetics cert under my belt. And I love it. Like I really do love the idea of you should never stop learning. Mm -hmm. And I, I guess I took that. And then at this point I've taken my art and instilled that as well into it. And it's this beautiful combo because I actually get to go to the schools and teach the kids as well. So I love that. And I actually, I, I want to use my degrees. So I am actually using my anthropology degrees through my DAR organization and chapter that I help with. And we help go do things for veterans and we go to the cemeteries and we'll put fresh flowers and flags on them and kind of just, you know, try to instill and keep alive the history of our world, mm -hmm. which is so important, which is why I studied anthropology because I found it so interesting to study the different histories. So you can understand why people are the way they are and then understand why they respond in the way they do because being an autistic, I study everybody's movements to their facial reaction to the change in their tones and it gets overwhelming. <laughs> so I learned linguistics to understand people. Oh my God. You are such an inspiration. I'm just like, 
fangirling because I'm like, wow, you know, and yeah. I'm like, I just want to wear pajamas all day. And you're out just kicking butt with, I mean, challenges that I don't, and most people don't face and you're just doing it. And it's so, so encouraging. So please don't stop all the things you do. <laughs> all I ever wanted to do in life growing up was to be a positive light in people's lives. And growing up, the doctors always told me, you need to finish your book one day. And so I've been writing a book since I was probably 12 or 13. And I've been adding bits and pieces throughout it and formulating ideas and how I want to do it and everything. And it's been amazing writing it. And mm -hmm. it's been a long evolution just because I've grown a lot. There's been lots of different aspects of life that have happened on top of medical to me because I've had when I started dating and things like that, I got the bad end of that stick when I first started. And so it just went the way it went, but I took that and I made it make me stronger. So I actually ended up prosecuting one of my exes because of that. And I didn't step down. My, I actually got, I got to work as a intern after that for a while. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Oh my God. Yeah. Y'all. It's been a wild ride. Wow. Okay. There's so many comments that have come in. I've got, okay. I've got to go back. Like, okay, we got that one. Um, <laughs> Rhonda. <laughs> She's oh, my dress. Yeah. I need to tell you, but okay. So <laughs> I got to the springtime of hope pageant this Saturday. Right. And we drove up the day of because our session was later in the day. And so me and my husband get there and I'm wearing, I had a custom, it's this, it's my granny's, my dad's mom's vintage sundress. That's a springtime floral blue Navy sundress. And it was perfect. Ooh. Okay. And I had it altered to me, had a corset added in everything. Well, I've been toning up and losing weight since then. So it's a little big on me. Well, because of that, the straps kept falling down. So when I went to the restroom, the straps popped off of my dress. I panicked. Oh, no. I was already in a hot mess because the AC, if it was on, it wasn't doing its job. Let's just say it that way. I was dying, especially with a wig on my head. Oh, no. So I come out and I'm looking at some of my sash sisters, Kelly and Tanya, and I was like, help me. I don't know what to do. And one of them's like, I'll get a safety pin. And then I think it was, I think it was Kelly who safety pinned me. Might have been Tanya. But then all of a sudden Tanya turns around and she grabs this absolutely stunning, beautiful dress that she says, It's you. It is a multicolor, kind of like a color blast artist would do, where they kind of splatter paint. It mm -hmm. looks like that almost on the actual dress. And it's a full dress with a full like slip and stuff under it. It poofs out. I've never had a dress that poofs out. Well, it fit like a glove, like it was made for me. And everybody kept coming up to me going, that is you, your personality in a dress. Well, once I got the dress situated, then I get back out to the room because I'm dying of heat because that restroom was even hotter. <laughs> so I had to take my wig off and then I had to go get paper towels because I was, yeah, no, I can't do it. I don't have proper hormones anyway because my ovaries failed at 16. So, like, I've been in menopause battle for years. Oh, and it's awful. <laughs> but I had my wig off and I was dabbing. And Mama Yell looks at me and she goes, Nikki, don't take this the wrong way. I love you. And you're beautiful and everything. But you without your wig is just something else. 
And so everybody wanted me to not wear my wig. And so I didn't. And so I went for my second time on stage without my wig. I guess that would be my third time, technically. But um, yeah, it was very fun and amazing. We called it my dress of many colors, like Dolly Parton. It was beautiful. I saw it. I thought it was your dress. And then I started reading comments and I was like, oh my yeah. God, it did. It fit you perfectly. It was beautiful. It did. It was like it was made for me and I adored it. And it hangs now. I get to see it when I wake up in the morning. All of my dresses for pageantry are on a rack in front of my dresser. Oh. And we're moving everything right now that's shop related to the studio. Mm. But we're waiting right now for certain things to come in before we can move like our printers and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's chaos. <laughs> it's fun. This is it's my fun. childhood room. My husband moved here to my parents' house because we are, we actually already have property and we almost have it paid off, thankfully. And we're going to be building our own home. We're building our own home together. Um, oh, awesome. Harper grew up doing construction with his daddy. His dad owns a construction company in Cali. And so building was something very special to them because his daddy had his first house was helped build built by his dad as well. So it's a family thing to kind of be involved. And so his daddy's going to come out once we're close to being done to help us finalize it and finish it. And so we're going to be starting that after internationals. We agreed with my parents and everybody all the family agreed. I'm going to put that off till after the international so we can worry about one thing at a time. Yeah. Because I'm helping design a lot of stuff, especially inside the house, like door frames. My house is going to look like one of those crazy Lisa Frank inspired houses. And I'm okay with this. I love it. And it'll have a shop attached to it. So I never have to leave. Like I can just go to the shop and it'll have a walkway with a wet room in between. So Anything weird that I do in the shop doesn't have to come in the house. <laughs> I'm good. I love it. I love, oh man. Okay. I can't wait to come see that. So I'll be waiting for that. Oh yes. Uh, let's see what else. Kendra. Thanks Kendra. I can't, I straightened it Friday. Okay. I saw your picture when you had it straightened and I was like, that is beautiful. Thank like you. I loved it. Thank you. Oh my goodness. Oh, so many people are on here tonight. Okay. Such an inspiration. Love you. I love you She's a sweetheart. She got into pageantry thanks to Mama Yo as well. That's what she, she was said. working the bling table at our national pageant. And then after it, she was convinced and talked into it by Mama Yo. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> these peer directors, they're they're infectious. They get you. They are. I they really love are. it. I are you saying it. I'm infectious? Is that what she's yes. saying? Oh, okay. I think so. She told me, wait till I meet you. Everybody says I'm the unicorn, and it's kind of funny because my bike is literally a unicorn. So you're a biker. I am. I'm a motorcyclist. I have rode moto since I was a child. I grew up hugging tanks on my dad's bike before I could really hold on myself, and then I got to ride on the back. I still remember the day he brought home my first helmet for riding, and it was at Mammals, and it was in the backyard before we had a remodel there. Like, I remember all those kind of details, thanks to my autism, the way I've grown up. I have, because memories mean a lot to me. Mm -hmm. Like, there's only so much you can think of and do in a hospital, and so memories become a thing that you have to have. And so I take a ton of pictures. I know some of my friends probably get tired of all my pictures at some point, but they bear through it with me because they understand why. And I love that. Like, and that was something I laughed about because 
we actually, at my first impact mission, we had taken a bunch of pictures and I had my husband take a bunch of pictures, right? Well, we didn't even get probably five minutes from leaving and Bella's mom was like, I can't wait to see the pictures he took. And I looked at him and I said, honey, if you thought my moto girls were impatient about pictures being uh, done, you better get on to it because pageant girls will attack you, especially the mamas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Is this going to be like a Mexican mama throwing the chancla at me? And I was like, it could be because he's half Mexican. His mama is a Mexican. And you don't it? want that chancla thrown at you. No, you don't. They are weapons of mass destruction. Mm-hmm. Flip flops are already dangerous to walk in for me, at least. Um, I have a fall risk at all times for me because I'm danger prone. And then on top of that, my blood pressure tanks. So it's a 50, 50 of it's just me being a klutz or if my body decided to say, Hey, you need to like fall. Thanks. Girl, we are kindred spirits. Cause I am a clumsy person. <laughs> I'm just, we're all going to be like followed at the same time and just helping each other stay up so we don't like break ankles and if we do like roll it we don't break it fully yes oh girl oh we got everybody laughed at me on saturday at the very end we were taking pictures with the queens from pure who were there on stage and by golly if my knee my ankles both didn't pop out like this rolling and then i just stood back up in the four inch heels oh she looks at me she goes what just happened and i was like my ankles decided they wanted to touch the ground and come back up. Girl. She was like, all right. No, I was like, yeah, it's just the life of me. Oh, like, my gosh. You're super flexible. Oh, my gosh. You are so unique. So how long have you been married? It will be a year, May 7th. Oh, you're newlyweds. We are. We wanted to go ahead and still get married while my memo was still in semi-good health to be there. And so since Papa had already passed and growing up, my only wish, literally the thing I said to everybody was the only thing I want at my wedding. I don't care what else happens or is done. I want my dance with my Papa. And I never got that. And so like the mamaw being there really helped. Sorry. He was yeah. really special. And actually um, when he passed, my mama and I had these made and they have his ashes on them. And so we have a matching set. So she wears one and I wear one. Because he, he was kind of like the owl of the family. He was knowledge. He was your inspiration. He was who encouraged you to do that thing. He was my biggest cheerleader in the world. So he was my biggest cheerleader. Mama's my partner in crime. And then mama's my best friend. And then my dad's my nerd because he raised me on D&D &D and Moto. So... You know, it works. I love it. I, love, it. I told you, don't make me cry. Okay. <laughs> I almost teared up too. I had to like bring it back in. Oh, girl. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you had a superpower, what would it be? I've been asked that a lot, actually, by friends, because we're really nerdy in my friend groups. And my response always has always been, I would like to be able to heal people. Now, as a D&D &D person, there is that gift with the aspect and knowledge of there's going to be a negative to come with it, which would mean you wouldn't be able to heal yourself. Mm -hmm. And I, everybody would always look at me like, what do you, what, what? I was like, I'm okay with it not 
healing me if it helps more people than I am because I'm just one person. And if I could take away a child having to go through all those needle sticks all of the times in the hospital when you'd rather be out playing with your friends and making relationships or every time you're stuck in isolation and you feel like you're losing your mind because even your family has to mask up and gown up. And that's just so foreign, especially as a child to deal with. And it's hard on the family. Like I got to watch my mom go through the different stages as a child. She never cried. She didn't show weakness. She was the strong person who I needed in the hospital to fight. And that's kind of how we always were. Like some people always would come in and think we were being mean to each other. And it's kind of like, no, not really. Not really. Um, We actually have nicknames for each other, which is Fiona and BB, which if you're familiar with Cincinnati Zoo, that's uh, the premature baby hippo was Fiona and her mama is BB. And there's actually a story and reasoning behind those nicknames. It's it's crazy how many things we've done. You are so cute. I'm just, (laughs) I'm just a fan now. I'm a fan. Okay. Um, What'd you have for breakfast today? (laughs) I actually did my supplements and then these little cake, birthday cake bites that had some protein in them. Because I figured I've been trying to increase my caloric intake and kind of increasing my protein and stuff just because it's really helped me build my muscle mass. Mm Because between riding motorcycles and wearing heels, apparently I don't need to go to a gym anymore. So I'm okay with this, but I want to go to the gym because it has a tanning bed too. And I'm way too pale. Yeah, me too. I got to work on. (laughs) My husband says the same thing. He comes in, he's just so dark looking. And then like when he does the Snapchat filters, like my favorite filter, which has the golden hue to it. Mm -hmm. Okay. It makes him look like a Disney princess. I can have the biggest fake lashes imaginable on, and his lashes will look better than mine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm married to one of those too. It's not fair. It's, it's not. I love fair. you, mommy. Yo. Have a good night. <laughs> I just love her. Okay. She's amazing. I have adored pretty much everybody I've met in it because everybody's been so amazing to me and just gracious and supportive. And it's not like a negative or anything. It's been so positive because it's about confidence building and embracing your own individuality, which is Mm -hmm. beautiful. Yeah, for sure. So what would be your advice for someone that's considering pageantry and joining the Pure Family? What would be your advice to them? It would be that if they think they're not the person who can do it, Just try one time, one time, give it one chance. It doesn't have to be one of the big ones. You can do one of the small ones, one of the little state fair or local fair ones, but give it a try. But don't just like not give your all. You need to like, if you're going to do it, go in with it with the idea of I am going to be the best version of this. I can be and nail each category. So let's see, what what are they judging us by? Poise, is it our interview? Is it our family? Is it how we interact with other people within the community? And 
there's so many girls I've met that say they didn't think they were a pageant girl. And then they turn out to absolutely love it because it not only introduces them to new things like different makeup styles and different worlds of fashion and art and everything else, but it also allows them to actually discover more aspects of themselves, which allows them to build that confidence, which in turn makes them love it because you get to see that positive effect on yourself and then you can take that effect and put it onto others and just use it as fuel, which if you don't give it that chance and give it your all, you're not going to get that aspect or that view of it. But if you try and you really try and you try to put yourself out there and talk to folks and stuff, I feel like it makes a difference. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you teach, you're married, you have your own studio. Um, you're, you're a pageant queen. How do you keep everything kind of in the air and, and, and not lose track of anything? I live by a planner, that uh, little book over here. Yeah, there, I had to figure out which side I'm on. That book, that is my planner. And like everybody mocks me and laughs at me on this planner. It's color-coded. It's been color-coded since college. I used to color-code my classes. So then I could just highlight which assignment was for which class. It was color-coded. I memorized the color-coding. Girl. Everybody would be like, why do you do that? And I was like, because where you guys don't know what day it is or what's happening, I already knew last week and the week before. And then they're like, oh, okay. I was like, yes, exactly. This is why my projects and stuff were done ahead of time. <laughs> me, I'm such a planner girl and I have multiple. So I have a little one that goes with me. I have one on my desk. I have another. <laughs> my husband wants me to do a digital one so bad because he's an IT nerd. And I'm like, what is this abomination? No. And he's like, why? And I was like, I prefer, I was like, you have literally taken me to the resale book places so I can buy old books just because they smell like old books, even if I'm never going to read the story. I literally bought a book the, one day that was from, written in 1894. And it was even at its own signature written like a little message to their person. And they gifted it in 1895, fully intact. Saint, the original cover, everything. I have never heard of this story. I couldn't even tell you what the name of the book is. But did I buy it for five dollars? Yes, I did. I love paper and books. So, exactly. and I'm married to an IT nerd. I really think, oh, this is freaking. And he used, <laughs> my IT nerd also, when he was back home in Cali, used to help his dad run the sound booth at the church. Girl, you. Is he coming to internationals? Yes, he is. Okay, mine is two. <laughs> we don't know. They just found their BFF. <laughs> They're going to set him on a play date. <laughs> exactly. I've already told like so many of the girls that I've met. I'm like, like my husband is just this crazy little combination of crazy because he's married to me. And you obviously got to have your hand in a lot of fires to keep up with me. Yeah, so, yeah. Just pageant girls, period. I mean, it takes a very special man to deal with all exactly. the things that we are. Oh, my it's God. It's actually funny because my husband can, where he went to school for art stuff, he went for a motion picture science degree at, at RIT in New York. And so he's had Sundance nominations and everything 
for stuff he's done within the film world, which is beautiful. Like I'm so proud of him in that aspect. And so like he's, he has had access to aspects of the world that I haven't. So he can like instruct me on fashion. He can lace my corsets perfectly for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's beautiful. He can even I color code it. for me. Beautiful. I love it. I love it so much. I love it so much. Like, I'm so lost. I don't even know how many questions I've asked you. Um, <laughs> how many times we've gotten sidetracked? I, I, squirrel. That's the best, I think. It's all good. Uh, I'm distracted. It's fine. It's fine. Um, ooh. Would you go with aliens if they wanted to beam you up from Earth? This depends. Would I get to come back when I want to? Hmm. Plot twist. I'd say yes. Okay, cool. Because there's probably certain things they cook on Earth that they're not going to be cooking in space. <laughs> and I'm not going to be okay with that. <laughs> I'm going to have my potatoes and starches. I don't know if that grows in space. So probably not. We're doing like the new <laughs> Matrix version of I, AI integrating with people. <laughs> hey, I guess we can go that nerd level. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. What is something that you want everyone to know about you that they may not know? I don't know. Because I'm kind of an open book, really. I guess it would be that if they know or take anything away from meeting me and interacting with me, it is that they are the person they are and they are unique and beautiful in their own way because of how they interact with people like me and being that weird autistic, but at the same time outgoing as can be person. I have a weird personality, I guess it's unique, I guess. I don't know. People seem to like it. Some there's only a percentage of people that don't like it. I think it's because it's overwhelming, but I would want them to know they're beautiful and that they can do anything they can they want to do like don't stop a dream don't give up a dream just because it takes you a few more years it took me an extra semester on every degree i've had because of my illness it took me longer to get some projects done because of my illness and there's milestones that still haven't come to fruition for me even at 33 because of my illness and that's okay because I know they are in the future. And as long as you keep building and planning and trying to achieve, you're going to be able to achieve that dream. So don't give it up. Love that. I love that. So we've kind of talked about a lot of different things. What is your platform or your impact statement cause? So I want to show people through my impact, that they are the individual they are and that no matter what ailment or disablement, which is not what defines them, it's an aspect of them. And that's something they should always remember, that they can achieve everything. And I will be trying to show them that self-positivity and self-confidence that you can grow within yourself through self-expression of artworks which will stem from either already done out projects or like what we did with the nursing home. We did fabric or paper mache eggs for Easter. 
And then they finished them painting them once they had dried with the church the next Sunday. And so they loved it. They actually want us to come back for more events, which we are completely down for. We've already told them, yes, just let us know your old schedule and your wellness. We are totally down for that. And and like with that, I've been doing tons of fundraising and stuff. So it's been fun getting to meet everybody and make those impacts with people because it's it's been a very unique ride so far. And with my art, I do use my shop and I do go to the center. But at the same time, I was doing all of that with teaching the kids at at the center prior. But now I've added nursing homes, hospitals. And then on top of that, I'm trying to set up right now and I'm waiting on a few phone numbers to get given to me so I can make the appropriate phone calls. But what I'm wanting to set up within my hometown's community and the community is already behind me. My art center is 100% behind me on it. I want to do a princess queen tea party and it will be more than just princess and queens. It will be also kings and such. So if princes and kings want to join and dress up, they can also join for a tea time. And I'm thinking of theming it kind of with a country theme, just because we are Garrett County, but at the same time, pure, so that we have the queens and the color involved. And then on top of that, we get to be princesses and queens, and everybody loves that. And I have several friends who are photographers, and then my husband's a photographer on top of that. I got that covered. My dad can take really good photos, too. So I'm like, ah, I got that covered. Like, that's good. And so I'm hoping to get approval to use the Grand Theater in Lancaster because it is something that I've adored and loved since I was a kid because I got to tour it right before they did the restoration of the original building and it is fully restored and it is all the original crown moldings, stage stuff, the original seating up near the, um, what would you call it, the projector office oh wow that, yes. um, all of the original seatings like all of that and getting to tour it prior to that be given i was getting ready to go into college for anthropology mind you literally six months prior to this tour and now it's finished but wow. it, it doesn't get used for a lot right now and so all I see every time I come into town is that beautiful building that I know is gorgeous because I know the history of it. And I'm just like, don't be the perfect place for a princess. <laughs> tea party. If it's going to happen, you're going to make it happen. Everybody would get to feel regal. Like they're stepping back in time. Like it's this unique, different style. Mm-hmm. It is an old school style theater and it's stunning. I love it. I can't wait because I know you're going to make it happen. I can't wait. If I can, I'm going to do it because I I would love that for them. Like, and I feel like the community would love it because my community is small and there's not a lot of money and everybody struggles. It's a paycheck to paycheck style town. And you don't get these kind of events there. You Mm -hmm. only get those in the big cities. And those are 30 plus miles away in any direction. Oh, gosh. We don't have big cities near us. The closest is Lexington, and that is 35 miles north. Wow. You have to drive even 15 minutes just for groceries here. Like, that's the normal. I'm used to that. Like, driving, no big deal. Mm-hmm. Riding a long distance, no big deal. Like, a weekend ride, 
150, 250 miles, that's a normal ride. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And I do it on a sport bike, an R3 at that. <laughs> just a little 300. Oh my gosh. You are just, you're everywhere. Okay. So we're wrapping, we're getting close to the end of our hour. I can't believe it's been an hour almost. You know, right? Um, <laughs> how can people follow your journey? I mean, we're, we're heading to internationals, but how can they follow all the things you're doing and support you? So I have my Facebook page, which is the Pure International Miss Mid-Central America. And it is on Facebook and anybody is welcome to follow me. I post things that I will be doing on that page as trying to get people aware and if they want to donate or help in some way. And then I pretty much share all of my queen posts onto my shop page. I share it onto my personal page, which everybody has seemed to really love me kind of combining all of it because mm -hmm. where I'm good at networking, I just, figure out how to share them all together yeah. I, I run two different instagram accounts and then now with my queen page i run four pages wow and then i'm a group admin for a few yeah wow wow it's so crazy. gosh so we're counting down for internationals what mm -hmm. is oh wait well, I, this kind of feeds into my next question miss lisa marie what's next for you what's what's coming up so, on, your, on your calendar <laughs> <laughs> April 29th, I am putting together a moto fundraiser with Queens where everybody can come and it'll be in London, Kentucky, because we're going to ride the rattlesnake for those who come who ride. And right now I'm trying to figure out logistic where we're going to set up the lot just because I do have some other groups who will be joining for that fundraiser that are moto focused. We have actually a stunt group who will be joining. And we have a couple other bike groups who will be joining. And I've reached out to a couple other clubs as well to see if they would like to come. And what I'm wanting to do is kind of do like a picture meet and greet. And I'll have other queens there as well to help take pictures. And so it's an opportunity to donate to whichever queen you love. And also to come out, support the moto community. Because me and my bike gals and guys, to us, moto is a community. It's a family. And so we like to incorporate our lives and things that we want to see be positive in this world. We want to include that within our moto world and vice versa. And so all of my moto people are amazing. I love them to death. They've been so supportive and happy for me on my queen stuff. And it's just been really fun because we're even creating ads and stuff, incorporating the crown. Like I'm excited. Yes. With my oh motto. My. Yes. So excited. So artistic. So amazing. So artistic. I'm so glad that we connected through Facebook and through pageantry and there's more to come from us. I just can't wait. It's crazy how it connects people because you never know who you're really going to meet. And that's why my parents always told me, always put your best face on when you meet people, especially for the first time, because those first impressions can last. Yes. That shouldn't always be the final decision on somebody. Yes. But first impressions matter. They do. And you can make a lasting impact or zero impact. And so I always tried to be that energetic, bubbly person. 
my mom used to make fun of us because me and my dad standing in line for rides at like theme parks, we would know the person standing next to us is entire history before we got on that ride. And that's fine. Like I love that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and mom just be like, how do you talk to people like that? Just do it. Just comes out like word vomit. I love it. I love it. You are an energetic fireball. Your energy is contagious. And that's what, even from us first starting to message each other, I was like, oh, I like this girl. So I'm excited. I can't wait to meet you live. Oh, yes. I almost forgot. We got to do your onstage question. Oh, yes. <sighs> are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Make sure I don't like swing my head too fast. <laughs> okay. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, I kind of asked you this already. Okay, I'm going to tell you something else. Um, oh, this one, I think it'd be good. Okay. How do you conquer your fears? Usually, as my family would say, by taking it by the horns and just doing it because I've kind of done that with everything. Growing up being sick, the way I was, the level of sick I was, many surgeries and times I was stuck there for hours and days and months at times and being able to conquer certain aspects of your fear and anxiety became how I judged if I succeeded. So I would go and do things even if I feared it just to make sure I could do it. So like when I was learning to swim in the lakes and our lake is 300 foot deep in some areas. So you knew, had to know how to swim once you took that vest off. And I'm a really great swimmer now because I practiced at it. Mm -hmm. And I was fearful of the fact of my parachute not opening. However, it did not stop me from wanting to jump out of that plane. And so like to conquer that, my mom said I was completely crazy. But my <laughs> 33rd birthday, my dad took me finally for us to jump out of the plane together. Oh my so gosh. we skydived for my 33rd birthday at 13,000 feet in the air. Oh it's amazing. Can't wait to go again. <laughs> but oh that's, that's essentially how I've taken on everything is you just do it because there wasn't many other options in my life. Like it was usually a hard decision regardless. And so you made the decision that was the best for the situation mm -hmm. and you just took it on and did it. And that's just kind of how I've come to everything, I think. My husband says I, I'm a stubborn little thing. And I was like, I'm, I'm stubborn. It's okay. That's why you married. I love it. I love it. Y'all, thank you for tuning in tonight for Crown Chat with Pure International, Ms. Mid-Central America Queen, Nikki Harper. Please follow her journey. Please follow the fundraising event she has coming up. Um, follow her Facebook page and her art. She does amazing, amazing pieces. And all kinds of things. Um, <laughs> all of that is connected on my actual queen page. So like all they have to do is go onto the queen page and they can see it, all of the posts from the different pages. Beautiful. Beautiful. See, she's got it all connected for us. Everybody says how amazing you are. They just love you. I love you. Thanks for being on y'all. Thanks for tuning Thank in. You. Please tune Thank in. You for next having me. Oh my gosh. We're going to do it again. <laughs> I'm totally <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, y'all. Next Monday at 7, I have another of my royal friends on. I can't wait to share her with you. And remember, never dull your sparkle because someone can't handle your shine. We'll see you next time on Crown Chat.